Welcome to the Learn Music Together podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so excited you're here. This podcast is for you, parent, who needs strategies, ideas, and support in guiding your child as he or she learns music at home, in private lessons, or in a group setting. This podcast will give you support you've been needing each week so together we can encourage your child to reach their full musical potential. Today's episode is about why you should begin piano before another instrument. Now, I want to start out by saying that maybe you've wondered what instrument to start your child on, and you're wondering if it should be the piano, then this episode is for you. But I also want to say that I know so many parents, even personal friends of mine, whose children are currently learning how to play the drums or the guitar or name it in any other instrument out there. And that's perfectly fine too, because every child's different. Some kids know right away what instrument they want to learn, and some kids are a little bit more on the fence. But I still have my reasons for why I think kids should learn piano first, especially if they're unsure what instrument to learn or you know, they're wanting to learn music or they're showing that they have an interest in music, then piano is a great instrument to start on. Okay, so here are my reasons. The first reason I think that piano is a great instrument to start on is because it's the easiest instrument to get started on. Because think about it, you sit down, you push a button, and a sound comes out. Obviously, there's a way more to it than that, but that's the truth. When you think of any other instrument, I'm going to use guitar as an example. Obviously, when you plug the string or you play the guitar, sound comes out as well. But you don't know what chord it, you know, you're making. You kids can't just like identify the strings right away. They don't know how to push down the, their fingers on the frets right away. And with piano, they literally push a button or a key and the note comes out. So it's the easiest just instrument to get started on because, like I said, it really is as simple as pushing a button down, pushing a note down, and the sound comes out. It doesn't squeak or buzz when you blow into it like a band instrument. I'm a clarinet player. And I know that beginning clarinet students, (laughs) let's be honest, right away off the bat, it's very squeaky. There's a lot of um, interesting sounds coming out. The same goes for recorder. I also have taught recorder in elementary music class. And the recorders, woo, when you walk down that hallway when kids are first learning how to play recorder, it is an interesting sound to say the least. So for piano, there's not a lot of like extra noises, right? There's It can sound unpleasant if the kids are just banging on the piano. It makes not pretty sounds come out. But what I'm getting into is there's not squeaking or buzzing or other squawking noises coming out. They're just simply pressing down the keys and the the note comes out. Um, So that's the next thing I want to say is there's not a lot of unpleasant noises right away when their kids are learning. So it's easy and an easy instrument to learn because like I said, you push down a note and the sound comes out. And when the sound comes out, it's not unpleasant. It's it's just whatever you're pushing down, that's what's going to come out. So for example, if the kid's learning middle C, then that is the note that's coming out of the piano. The next thing I want to say is the piano is laid out in a linear way. And what's really cool about that is they can visually see 
the notes. And what I'm saying is like, for example, on guitar, you can't visually see the notes because each chord is different. You're having to push down different fingers on different frets to make a different note come out. On the piano, it's linear. So what you're playing, one white key, we're going to use the white keys as example. So one white key right next to the next one over and over and over is playing notes going up or playing notes going down one at a time. But not only that, kids are able to visually see that if you go this direction on the piano, if you go, you know, towards the right, the notes are getting higher. They're starting to sound higher one at a time. And if my finger pushes the keys going down towards the left one at a time, the notes are getting lower. So they're able to visually see what their hands are pushing down on the keys to hear also what's coming out and to see it. So there's a lot of things going on at once, but I think it's neat because pianos lay down in a linear way where the kids can visually see what's going on and hear what's happening at the same time. The piano also encompasses all instrument sounds. This is a really handy thing for not just beginning piano students, but let's say that as a child gets older, they find they have a lot of interest in music or composing or arranging music. Piano is great because it encompasses all the instrument sounds. So obviously I'm not talking about a keyboard. Okay. So like on a keyboard, which we're going to get into in another episode, the different types of pianos and keyboards, but on a keyboard, you push, you know, you can push different sounds. Like if you push brass, brass instruments will come out, for example. But what I'm talking about is on piano, for example, let's say you're, a, you know, in the future, your child is arranging a song that is including different brass or woodwind instruments or string instruments. Then let's say they're like, okay, I need to work on this trombone part. Then they sit down and they know to play on the low end of the piano and can, you know, figure out what exactly they're wanting that part to sound like. And same up here, let's say they're working on a flute part, then they know it's in this register um, of the piano. So they're going to play over there on that register of the piano on that side of the piano for the high notes. So it encompasses all the instrument sounds. It's not just low. It's not just high. It has so many different low and high sounds on it. The piano also is great for kids that love to sing. Um, one of my sons loves to sing. He picks up songs in the car and sings them all the time and will just carry a tune. He also is learning how to sing harmony all by himself. So obviously, he loves music without me even having to teach him how to sing. He just naturally does it. So kids who are singers, being able to use the piano to sing along is so invaluable. There's so many choir teachers who I've met who regret not either taking piano or sticking with piano because they know that as a singer or teaching kids to sing, also knowing how to play the piano is invaluable because you can accompany the parts of the singers like are, that are in private lessons or in choir. You can play their parts for them while they're singing instead of always having to use an extra accompanist. But it's never too late to learn piano, of course, but learning piano as a child, and as a child, they're not going to necessarily know right now if they're wanting to go into singing or to be a choir instructor, but you also never know. So knowing how to learn, you know, how to play the piano and learning it at a young age will be super helpful in the future if they go further into music in one facet or avenue than another, or in one way or another is what I'm trying to get at. 
Um, the piano also uses all 10 fingers. Some other instruments don't require all the fingers. You're obviously using both hands on a lot of the instruments, but not all the fingers. And so um, it also builds up the hand strength. A lot of instruments, you're building up different hand strength by using different instruments. A violin, for example, you're holding the the violin and you're usually playing the bow with your right hand. Well, for me, because I'm right-handed, Left, lefties probably do it differently. But with the piano, you're using all 10 fingers all the time. They're learning finger control, brain and finger connections each time they sit down to practice. The, the you're constantly on the piano having to think of doing several things at once. Where where do your fingers need to touch the keys? How far up on the key do you need to play? Where do my what part of my finger is playing on the keys? How do I need to hold my hands? Oh yeah, is this the high end of the piano or the low end? All these different things you're encompassing when your child learns piano. And so they use all 10 fingers most of the time. Songs will encompass all of the fingers they're using all the time. So it's really neat to um, know that the piano does that. And it also is strengthening up kids' hands as well. The piano, which I talked about a minute ago, but it gives immediate gratification. So what I mean by that is... I already discussed the way that when a child pushes a key down on the piano, a sound comes out, right? So it's instant gratification because the kids can feel successful almost right away. Do they necessarily know what sound they're playing or what that note is right away when they're playing it before they even take a single piano lesson? Of course not. But they, as they begin learning simple songs, even in the beginning piano lessons, they're going to start feeling gratification because they're going to eventually, like, let's say they're learning Old MacDonald How to Farm, then they're going to start feeling some gratification from that and feel successful knowing that they learned that song. There wasn't any squeaking. There wasn't any squawking like we talked about earlier. The, they played those those notes that the song told them to play, and that song ended up coming out of the piano because of the way they played it. So it's almost like they can feel successful really early on within like a month of playing the piano and taking the very beginning piano lessons, kids can start feeling successful, which in turn will cause them to want to continue learning piano because they're going to want to continue feeling successful. And they're going to start thinking things like, well, if I already accomplished this song right away, or even parents listening to them practice, and you're thinking, my child's already accomplished that how much more can they accomplish if they keep going? How much more gratification will my child feel if they continue taking piano? So of course, there's things to practice like curving fingers, which I talked about earlier. And there are definite strategies behind learning how to curve fingers and curve the hands and um, how to hold your hand on the piano and pressing the keys correctly, proper technique. But just knowing that the, they can easily push down a note and the sound comes out is exciting. And like I said, that'll want them to continue learning piano most of the time. There's always exceptions to the rules, of course. But it'll, like I said, make them feel excited and feel like they have found success. Kids are also learning to play right and left hands together eventually, not right away. Usually songs start out with one hand at a time. And then eventually kids get into learning two hands at a time. And then, of course, then it continues on and continues on as piano lessons progress. But they're also, the other thing I wanted to point out is when you learn any other instrument, usually you're learning just to read treble clef or bass clef. 
Now, string instruments also have other clefs, so we're just going to focus on bass and treble clef today. Piano students learn to read both clefs, both hands and both clefs. Now, that is really cool because what ends up happening is, let's say one day they're transferring to a different instrument and they decide to also learn a band instrument or an orchestra instrument or guitar, then or any other instrument I didn't name, then they're already going to know how to read the treble or bass clef because of their piano knowledge. It will definitely strengthen um, what they already know. They'll be able to easily apply it to another instrument. So like I said, almost every other instrument, kids are learning just one clef at a time. And if you're a parent listening to this and you're like, I don't even know what a clef is, <laughs> that's okay too. And it's basically, it's basically, treble clef is usually the higher pitched instruments and bass clef is the lower pitched instruments. And piano, because it uses lower and higher sound sounding um, notes, then it uses both clefs. So if a child starts at the piano first, they'll be able to easily read the music of the bass or treble clef on another instrument too without a problem at all. So I remember being in band even and seeing, let's say like I had a friend who played tuba and he came over and tried to read my clarinet music, but because he learned bass clef and my clarinet music was in treble clef, it probably looked like a foreign language to him. But because I had the piano knowledge, I could read any of my band friends' music and a lot of times be able to help tutor them on what they were learning because I'm like, I had already learned that, even if I wasn't using the bass clef in band as well. So that is definitely helpful for learning all both clefs. They'll be able to easily apply it to another instrument they want to learn one day as well, if they decide to learn another instrument. And learning piano also, like I said, makes learning another instrument easier. So I have learned piano and guitar and clarinet, and I can tell you this is the truth. In college, being a music education major, I also had to learn all the instruments because I didn't know what I was going to graduate and be needing to teach if I was going to be a band instructor, orchestra director, continue just teaching private piano lessons. I didn't know. And so I had to learn strings, brass, percussion, and woodwinds. And I'm telling you right now, because I had that piano knowledge, once I started learning the other instruments, it was so much easier to me than I feel like a lot of the other um, students that I was in college with because I already had some skills under my belt that other students didn't have. So I could easily transfer skills of musical theory, for example, to those instruments I was learning. So speaking of musical theory, in my opinion, learning how to play on the piano, the dynamics, tempo, note names and everything else musical theory encompasses is so much easier on the piano. Then as your child progresses, they'll be able to transfer knowledge that they have learned in music theory to any other instrument or even on the piano as they keep going. Musical theory helps so much. It's like when a child learns to read, they don't just open a book and know how to do it. The phonics they have to learn behind it and the fluency and the, the blending sounds and all the things that go into reading is the same with piano. It's not just sitting down and learning a song. There's so much musical theory behind it that will help them not just be good at playing piano, but be a good musician. And so musical theory 
there's so much encompassed in, in that. And when learning the piano, it's not just hitting a note. It's learning how to play softly and loudly and tempo and going faster, slower. How do you, and even once a child learns piano and continues on getting it into different styles of music and knowing how to play those successfully using different articulations and all that kind of stuff is important. So Piano lessons are great because I know that right along with piano, kids are learning musical theory right along with it. And I did not like music theory when I was in piano, but now I, looking back, I can totally see the benefit of it. It's so important to learn how to read music right along with playing. So that is important. If your child is in piano lessons right now and they're doing music theory and they hate it, tell them to stick with it because it's so important that they stick with it. It's going to help develop their musicianship so much better than if they had no music theory under their belt. Then if your child continues on a band, orchestra, or choir one day, they're going to be light years ahead of their peers because of all the years they've poured into learning music theory as well. That is so, so true. Trust me. So if you're still deciding whether or not to begin having your child learn piano, I hope this episode was helpful. There is a blog post that goes right along with this episode, and you can check it out in the show notes or head to the domesticmusician.com and click on blog, and you'll see a section there called Learning Piano. And there's also on my website a free piano lesson and in the show notes that your child can be learn, begin learning right now. And you can click, like I said, go to the show notes or head to my website to find out more. So have a musical day and can encourage your child to learn piano if they've been showing an interest. And I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Learn Music Together podcast. Together, it is my goal that you and I can help your child learn music, whether it's in your home, in a group setting, or in private lessons. I would so appreciate you leaving a review on, for this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com, where you'll see the latest blog post and other resources to help you out and courses. I hope that you keep showing up and listening to this podcast and getting ideas to help your child learn music and we're going to help them reach their full musical potential together.